Liberty is about our right to question everything. If a nation cannot face its past, it has no future. If you don't act, the danger becomes stronger. These are quotes, some of them tweets, from the Chinese dissident artist Ai Weiwei. They're published in a new, very small book from Princeton University Press called Weiweiisms, edited by his friend, collector, and promoter, Larry Warsh. Larry is also involved with the traveling world tour of Ai Weiwei's Circle of Animals Zodiac Heads, currently installed at Princeton University's Woodrow Wilson School. Each of the 12 Chinese zodiac animal heads is 10 feet high and weighs 800 pounds. Ai Weiwei is China's most famous international artist. He designed the iconic Bird's Nest Stadium for the Beijing Olympics. There's a retrospective of his work at the Smithsonian right now, and a new documentary about him is winning awards. But Ai Weiwei is a thorn in China's side, as he constantly and irreverently exposes how his country hides information and prevents freedom of speech. At the moment, Ai Weiwei cannot travel outside of China, and he is under constant surveillance. I spoke to Larry Warsh about his reasons for putting together a book of Weiweiisms, and about what Ai Weiwei is like as an artist and a person. I came to know Ai Weiwei through his art. I was fascinated by what I saw. I would describe him as a intense, fun, smart, perceptive man. I describe him as a global figure. He's more than, obviously, more than an artist in, in traditional forms with traditional mediums. He's really a figure that stands for China and stands for a correct China and um, really cares about China. What do you mean a correct China? How China should be in terms of where it is today as it has to behave and has to stand up to nations and be part of a society. And I think these are the issues that he really tries to bring attention to in terms of basic rights, basic rule of law, the basic inequalities of, of what we see when we visit China or what we don't see that we read about. He's become a voice where so many are afraid to speak. So many people who are put away and taken away who voice their opinions. He stands and really wants to say it like it is. And, he's not, and he's, as he says, he's fearless, but he's really fearful. Every day is a risk for him at any moment. Things could change for him, as it did when he was detained. And he is, um, but he understands what is needed in China, and he does his best, as one man can do, to really um, bring out a lot of these issues to the world. I think it was the summer of 2011 when he was detained. April, yes. For 81 days. Correct. Nobody heard from him. He was vanished. He just vanished. He just vanished. I mean, he was boarding a plane in Hong Kong with a couple of his assistants, and they took him away. And that was it till the day he was let go and then came home. What was going on? What were you doing? What was the international response? Well, it was uh, startling. It was scary. It was um, upsetting. It was depressing. And the world, his friends, museums, 
in China and in the West felt helpless because there was no response. And it was uh, until we understood sort of in the middle of this detainment that he was okay as they did allow a visit from Lu Qing, his uh, wife, um, nobody really heard from him. And with the history of China and with the history of Chinese detainment, you only think of the worst. So it was quite scary. And uh, at that time, actually, it was when the Zodiac Head's Circle of Animals were, were previewing at the Pulitzer Fountain in New York, uh, where we had Maya Bloomberg stand up and really speak for him and uh, very strongly. It was very important for his artwork to be shown and the attention given to his artwork not just the zodiacs, but his artwork in general at that time, because he could not speak. So he had so much work out there already in the world, internationally, and that became even more important when he couldn't speak for himself. Yes. So um, around the country, around the world, um, various museums, various institutions, various political bodies created statements created messages, all pointing attention to Ai Weiwei, hoping to bring pressure to the government to release him. And it worked. I think the Chinese government understood that they just can't do that, especially to someone like that and get away with it. So we all feel that everyone screaming and speaking loudly for him really helped in, with this process of release. Do you think that Ai Weiwei's international reputation and the fact that no matter what happens to him, people somehow know about it quickly around the world. Do you think it will continue to protect him? It's very hard to say. I mean, I don't believe everyone is safe. And certainly a vocal person in China cannot be safe. Uh, I think his global appeal and his voice uh, does help. But that's sort of a very dangerous uh, line that he treads on. But he maintains and he continues to do uh, this type of um, enlightenment that the world really needs to understand in terms of the realities, the real realities of China, not the luxury business, and not how rich China is, not how well they're doing, but how the people are doing, and what are the people, what are the rights for the people. What are the basic things and the basic rights that are needed for any society? Ai Weiwei has very high, high hopes and a high expectations that he is holding China to. He's not giving them any uh, slack there. Yes, because China is important to him. He loves China. He doesn't want to leave China. Of course, he wants to travel. Anyone wants to travel. But he understands that China uh, needs to change. He's a proponent of change, he's a voice, and this will take some time. So he could only do what one man can do. So tell me about Weiweiisms, the new book that you have edited of Weiwei's tweets and other writings, I guess, not just tweets, but short statements coming from Ai Weiwei that you felt were valuable to put together into one small book. Tell me about this book. So after spending a lot of time with Ai Weiwei over the last years, 
it was very obvious to me that we're dealing with a brilliant mind. We're dealing with someone who has a lot to say. Sometimes you look at the press and there's the headline. But when you start to understand some of the basic things he's saying, it was hard to find this in any one place. It was important to put together his voice in a way that the average person, the regular person who really is not an art person, is not a political person, can really just pick up a book and read this and go, wow, look what this guy's about. Look what he's saying. Look what he's trying to say. Look what they're not letting him say. Look why they put him away. So Weiweisms, which we coined, I coined, is really about what is this guy about? What is he trying to say? How is he saying it? His work works on so many different levels. You can approach it from so many different directions. Yeah, it's like a three-dimensional or a six-dimensional chessboard. And there's so many things going on. And when you look at it one way, you see one thing. When you look at it another way, you see another thing. And then you throw it all away and you see another thing. So that's what's necessary. It's not an easy task that's in front of him. So he needs to use all the various tools, all the various um, uh, emotions, all the languages, as I mentioned, to really make the point and make the point globally. You know him personally and you've known him for many years now. I don't know when the last time was that you saw him. Around Thanksgiving. Time. Around Thanksgiving. A couple months ago. Yeah. So what seems to be on his mind now? What particularly is on his mind right now, which I hope will change, is he's not allowed to travel. He doesn't have his passport. So here he is in China. He can't leave China. He has uh, commitments. He has work. He has museum shows. He can't visit. He can't see his shows. He can't uh, fulfill his speaking engagements. I think that's a little difficult for him. And I'm hoping that that's an area where public support and, and governmental support, especially the U.S., can change things. But again, that's a complicated endeavor. And, but that's, I think, what's on his mind right now. China and his personal situation. Can I leave? I would like to leave for 30 days and come back. That's kind of sad when someone can't leave a country. He's an artist. He's a global artist. He's a global figure. He, he needs to travel. Well, thank you so much, Larry. I really appreciated you taking the time. My pleasure. Today. My pleasure. I hope by the time we see this, Iowa can travel. Weiweiisms, edited by Larry Warsh, is available from Princeton University Press. Circle of Animals Zodiac Heads will be at the Woodrow Wilson School of International and Public Policy through August 1, 2013. For more, visit princeton.edu slash AIWW. For more about all of the arts in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, encouraging excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966. I'm Susan Walner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening.